This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. GM CEO Mary Barra probably can't wait for this year to end. First, GM's Altium EV launches have been riddled with production problems. Second, it just went through bruising contract negotiations with the UAW and ended up with a contract that will significantly raise labor costs. And third, GM Cruise, its robotaxi business, ran into buzzsaws of safety complaints, especially in California, and that led GM to stop all rides in the U.S. pending a review of its processes and procedures. And then yesterday, Kyle Vogt, the tech entrepreneur who helped found and run Cruise, resigned from the company. So far this year, Cruise has lost $2.6 billion dollars. It still has $2.1 billion in cash, but that means it either has to start generating a lot more revenue or get a lot more investment before that money runs out. Not surprisingly, Wall Street doesn't like what it's seeing. GM stock is down 17% this year, and its market cap has fallen to only $38 billion. But maybe GM's pause with Cruise is just related to the American market. Reuters reports that Cruise is still testing autonomous cars on public roads in Japan and Dubai, countries that are not known for their product liability lawsuits. As we said before, Mary Barra is probably shy when it comes to any kind of safety problem because of the disastrous way that GM handled its ignition switch defect nearly a decade ago. She has to tiptoe carefully. GM has poured billions into Cruise, and Barra is counting on it to generate $50 billion a year in revenue by the end of the decade. So, she has a lot riding on this, maybe even her job. But a study done by the Transportation Research Institute at the University of Michigan shows that Cruise robotaxis get in about one-third fewer accidents than taxis with human drivers, which were operating within the same geofenced areas. So even if robo-taxis aren't perfect, it looks like they're still safer than cars with a human being behind the wheel. Speaking of safety, the National Transportation Safety Board wants NHTSA to mandate speed limiters in cars to help prevent speeding. The NTSB is citing a fatal crash in Las Vegas where a driver was traveling 103 miles an hour in a 35 mile an hour zone and ran a red light, striking a minivan and killing a family of seven. The driver, who also died in the crash along with a passenger, was found to be high on PCP and cocaine. The NTSB doesn't have the authority to make new laws and regulations, so it's calling on NHTSA to mandate technology that would warn drivers if they're driving above the posted speed limit or even automatically reduce a car's speed to the limit. The NTSB also wants more educational campaigns about speeding, tougher punishments for speeders, and make speed limiter technology a part of the new car assessment program rating system. But we think that mandating speed limiters could be dangerous. For just one example, What do you do about those times when you've got to stomp on the gas to avoid getting hit by another vehicle? An antitrust lawsuit against Tesla was dismissed by a U.S. judge. 
The suit accused Tesla of forcing customers to pay high prices and endure long wait times for repairs because the EV maker monopolized the market for maintenance and replacement parts. The complaint also said Tesla vehicles must be repaired at approved service centers and can only use Tesla parts. But the judge dismissed the suit because she said the plaintiffs couldn't prove they were unaware of the problem before they bought their vehicle, and the judge said they didn't prove Tesla forced them into using its services and parts. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Mercedes is making it easier for customers to lease its vehicles in Germany by allowing them to do it digitally. It says every step of the leasing process can be done online within a few minutes and it's all legally binding. It plans to offer the service to other markets and for business customers, but it did not say where or when it will happen. Honda is buying shares in a company that it plans to make EV batteries with. It's purchasing nearly 2.5 million shares in Uwasa, a company that makes batteries for all kinds of products. Honda will now control about 5% of Uwasa shares, and the two are also forming a new battery joint venture. In particular, they plan to research and develop lithium-ion batteries and battery production methods for EVs. But Uwasa also makes batteries for motorcycles and power products like ATVs and wave runners, so I could see the partnership spilling over into other areas. Battery swapping continues to grow in China. NIO has opened nearly 800 new swap stations this year, which brings its total to over 2,100. It says it has completed more than 32 million swaps to date and now averages 60,000 in a day. Chinese automaker GAC also started getting into battery swapping last year and just signed a deal with a tech company that will provide it with a digital platform where users can locate and pay for its charging services, which includes battery swapping. GAC has been slow to roll out the services, though. Only two of its models offer battery swapping, and it's not available on every trim level of those two models. It also cut back on initial plans and will build 500 swap stations by 2025 instead of 1,000. But GAC has partnerships with Honda and Toyota, so there's potential to expand. However, incentives also play a role in the adoption of the technology. China currently exempts anyone from the EV battery tax if the model they buy has battery swapping capability. Speaking of NEO, it's drawing a bead on the Maybach S-Class from Mercedes-Benz. Car News China reports that NEO will unveil a flagship luxury sedan next month to compete with the Maybach in China. It's said to cost about $140,000 will sit on NEO's NT3 EV platform and will use an autonomous chip that NEO developed in-house. NEO probably gave us a hint at its proportions and packaging two years ago when it unveiled the EVE concept car. 
How are battery companies going to make up for a possible slowdown in EV demand? Well, One, or Our Next Energy, is partnering with General Electric's sustainable energy division called GE Vernova to supply it with LFP battery modules for its solar and storage solutions business. And energy storage is going to play a big role in upgrading electrical grids all over the world. I think by now everyone knows that EVs lose range in cold weather. Yes, I know, ICE vehicles lose range in cold weather too, but we're talking about EVs. And according to data from Recurrent, the average EV today loses about 30% of its range when temperatures fall to 0 degrees Celsius or 32 degrees Fahrenheit. The best performer is the Audi e-tron, losing just 16% of its range. And the worst is the VW ID4 at 46%. What's surprising is that both of those vehicles are based on the MEB platform. But the e-tron features a heat pump, which helps keep the battery at optimal temperature, and the ID4 doesn't have it. So it's amazing how big of a difference that one bit of tech makes. Tesla, which also uses a heat pump, performs well, with the Model 3, Y, and X all losing 24% of their range in the cold. That brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for tuning in. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by Tajin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility. At Tajin Automotive Technologies, we combine world-class composite materials expertise with cutting-edge designs because, frankly, there are better ways to lightweight vehicles. So lighten up with Tajin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility. At CES January 9th through 12th, 2024, Intrepid's looking forward to seeing you at our booth 3666 Las Vegas Convention Center in the West Hall. We'll be demonstrating the latest and greatest in the software-defined vehicles and zonal architectures. Automotive Ethernet technologies like 10Base T1S and multi-gigabit. See you at CES 2024 Las Vegas Convention Center in West Hall booth 3666 or visit intrepidcs.com sales.